What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the LTC Show. I know it's been a while. Been pretty busy lately. Haven't really had a chance to, uh, as you can tell, I'm driving right now. I'm actually on my way down to Indiana. I'm going to go bowl a tournament this weekend. We're going a few days early uh, because I'm going to meet up with a friend. We're going to look at equipment. uh, And we're just, I like being able to just chat bowling, uh, being able to put arsenals together and try to figure out you know what best options are i brought like 30 bowling balls with me to kind of go through and figure out exactly you know what i should have in my bag and all that stuff do some changes to surfaces uh get a little bit of practice in over the next few days do some videos and all that uh as well um so we're gonna do that we're gonna head down there uh and for this i guess recording we're probably just gonna chat a little bit about all the above uh maybe about some of the the new ball reviews that I have done and coming out, and the new membership that I have coming out. Uh, so we'll get going on that here in a minute. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back. So we are going to talk a little bit about everything, honestly. I mean, we got a lot to catch up on for the most part. We've got uh, a tournament win from last weekend, and currently I'm driving down to Anderson, Indiana to bowl in another event. Um, going down a few days early to meet up with a buddy, uh, Billy Sullivan, who is, I guess you would call him an expertise at ball surfacing um, and uh, a little bit of a, you know, a fit expert as well. He did the fit for Ronnie Russell that Ronnie is currently using now. Um, it was kind of funny. In the middle of the tournament, he actually fit him up. He brought all his tools in and fit him up in the middle of the event. And then once Ronnie was eliminated, he went into the pro shop. This was at EJ's tournament and uh, went into EJ's pro shop and he, uh, you know, tried the fit out and went through some shots and it worked out really well and he stuck with it. So now he's using that fit uh, and he's made the last few cuts that he's bowled, you know, so it was a pretty cool little, uh, little exchange there. So I'm heading down there and I'm going to meet up with him, get some practice in, you know, we'll go through all the bowling balls. I've got like 30 bowling balls with me. I think it's 27. And we're going to go through the bowling balls and figure out, you know, which ones I can eliminate from my bag, which ones I should keep in my bag and all that good stuff and get some practice in, do some cool things. So, but last weekend I went down to, where did we bowl? I don't even remember where I bowled last weekend. Um, somewhere in Ohio, but we went and bowled and uh, ended up coming away with a win. And it was a struggle. I started out really rough, not rough, rough, but it was just a grind. I couldn't get the right ball in my hand, couldn't create the right shape. My angles were too open again. And I bowled 2-0, 2-0, 190. So I was literally dead even after three games. Uh, and the cut at that point was like 60 over. So I had to do something to back to change balls to the uh, idle synergy and I tightened my angles up and I actually I moved a little bit further right I was in at like 22 23 I moved right to about 17 18 and just tightened my angle up so I, I was originally going from 22 to about six or seven um, and it gave me a little over under uh, really saw uh, the cliff in the middle, so there was a lot of oil in the middle and not very much to the right, uh, down lane at least. And once I moved my angles a little to the right and then my break point a little to the left and shut them down, 
picked my ball speed up with that synergy. I, uh, I bowled 269 um, that game and it actually worked out really well. So that got me to about six, right around the cut. Actually, it got me, uh, then I was about 15 back. Uh, and then the next game, I bowled 228 with a stone eight, the second one in the 10th, could have been 230. And I thought that might've been the end of it. I thought I might've just missed it because the cut went up to 70 something over. So I thought for sure it was getting, or went up to 80 something. Or no, it was 90. It was, the cut was 90 over going into that last game. And uh, I bowled 228 to get to 97. Um, so I thought it was going to jump again, you know, they're 20 pins. Uh, but I was fortunate and I squeaked in. I was the cut. I was the number. I tied for the number at 97 over for five. Um, so bowled 97 over the last two to get there and uh, was able to figure out some good ball reaction there. You know, a couple of the times I was using, I tried the Zen. Uh, it looked pretty good. It was just much stronger. And then I even pulled out that Web MB a little bit. It was a little bit weaker than the Synergy. So those three bowling balls right there are a good combination for each other. Um, so they're gonna stay in my bag no matter what. But uh, through match, it wasn't match play, it was an elimination. So we bowled two games next. Bowled two games, cut to the top eight. Um, Cause there was 15 that made it. So we cut to the top eight. And then you bowled two more, cut to the top four, two more, cut to the top two, and then championship match. Um, or no, it was bowl two, cut to the top eight, and then it was one game after that each round. So I bowled two games. I bowled 224, 225, uh, moved on there pretty easily. And then the next round I bowled uh, 230, which I was the number at 232. So I squeaked into the top four there. Uh, and then the next round I bowled uh, 254, and I actually led the round going into the champion championship match. And in that 250 game, I used a uh, the 900 Global Zen, which is a shiny uh, symmetrical ball that I think it's symmetrical. It might be asymmetrical. I'm not sure. I think it's symmetrical. Um, so don't quote me. Go look for yourself. But it's a it's a really good bowling ball. Um, just stronger than the Synergy, stronger than the WebMB. Um, not quite as strong as something like the uh, Volatility Torque as a Pearl, but that would be the next step up. So those are the four balls that I'm keeping, uh, I should say there's five pearl bowling balls that I'm keeping around. It'll be the Volatility Torque down to the Zen, down to the Idle Synergy, down to the WebMB, down to the Trend. So those will be five pearls that I keep in my bag. Um, and then if I wanna, if I feel froggy, I might even keep the IQ Tour Emerald in there as well to mix in with that Trend. They're both on the weaker end, somewhere in there. Um, but they're all really good. So I might keep those six in there as my pearl bowling balls. I'm sure I'm missing some that I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, can't get rid of this one, but we'll see. Uh, but I used that Zen and, and then in the championship match, I struggled to start. I wanted to use that Zen again because it looked so good the match before, but on a new pair, pair hooked just a little bit more. Uh, in the first four frames, I couldn't get anything going. I didn't strike at all the first four frames, even had an open frame. Um, fifth frame, I finally made a uh, change balls, went back to the synergy, but it was, it seemed, you know, too weak. So I was kind of caught in between, I thought. Uh, so I kind of made a desperation move um, and moved a little bit further left and shut my angle down even more. And uh, I ended up bowling, I ended up throwing the last six or seven strikes to bowl 232. Now going into the 10th, uh, he actually opened in the ninth. So then that left him at... 203 in the ninth so he could have struck out for 233 in the 10th 
So I knew I needed at least a double to force them to double, but I needed all three to force him to throw all three. Uh, and I went up and threw three solid shots in the 10th frame, threw all three in the 10th for 232, which forced him to, bowl two, to shoot 233 to win. Uh, so he needed all three strikes in the 10th. He went up through the first one pretty good, struck a little swisher. And then the next one, he got a little right too fast and it, uh, it overhooked and he stoned nine uh, for, for me to win. So he bowled 220 something to my 232. So I was fortunate to get away with that one. Uh, but I did what I had to do and I was kind of proud of that moment because I was kind of down and out, you know, almost, you go from barely making the cut a couple of times throughout the matches, throughout the rounds, um, and then starting out really rough. But I've always been the type that, you know, if, if it's there numbers wise, if you've got the ability to still put a number up, as long as you put a little pressure on and make them still think about it, generally, you know, you can, I mean, it's not always gonna work, but a lot of times you can find yourself right back in the match. You just never know. You know, and when I had that four or five bagger going, he got up in the ninth frame and and just threw one bad and got six through the face. And uh, he split and opened the front open frame, which opened the door for me to really step up, put a lot of pressure on him then. Uh, and, and I was pretty proud to get back to my old old days when I was doing that a lot, when I was when I was winning matches a lot and I was finding ways to win tournaments. And, and uh, whenever I needed it, I, I generally at least made a good shot. It was very rare for me to make a bad shot when in a spot where I really needed it. So that was good. That was nice to, to be able to do it again and get myself back in the winner's circle there. So moving into this weekend, I kind of want to build on that. Oh, I got to yawn. I feel like every time I do one of these podcasts, I have to yawn. But uh, kind of going into this weekend, I kind of want to build on that and see if I can't you know, do a little bit more studying, You know, make sure my arsenal is set the way I want. Knowing next month we got to get ready for the Players Championship, they just announced two hundred fifty thousand dollar tournament, two hundred fifty thousand dollar winner, one million dollar tournament. It is an interesting format, uh, and one that I can kind of get behind. I think it's actually not a bad idea uh, where they're doing different regions, uh, and you have to bowl in the region where you live. Uh, and there's ninety six bowlers in each region, and, and I think that's a good way to get entries. You know, will they fill them all? I don't know that they'll fill every region. It might, you just, I don't know. Um, but I think it's a good idea to make that happen, to do that. Um, so we've got 96 people in every field and we're bowling 28 games. Every field, I think there's six regions that they're doing. Um, every region is bowling 90, is bowling 28 games for seven games each block, twice a day for two days on a weekend. And um, you're bowling on a different pattern each day, which I like. Uh, I think that brings in versatility and makes people have to think, you know, you don't just get locked in on one pattern and then just keep doing the same thing each day and you've got the right ball in the right building, you know, and just so be it. That's how it is. So I, I like the I like the ability of being able to bowl on different patterns and having a longer format, not exactly a long format, but more games than just like a 16 game sprint or a nine game sprint or whatever it may be. I like that, you know, so the top five from each region go and they bowl their stepladder so the, oh there's so there's five regions then so the top five in each region um bowl a stepladder and whoever wins each stepladder moves on to the national television show uh for the final stepladder there so that's going to be kind of neat uh i think it's going to be pretty cool two hundred fifty thousand dollars to win uh top prize there you know million dollar prize fund throughout everything uh one in four it pays down so 20 i think it's 28 spots or 24 spots that it's going to pay 
uh, in each region. So chance to make a little bit of money, chance to make a lot of bit of money, you know? So, uh, and then you got the Masters the month uh, of March. Not sure if there's gonna be anything going on in February, but we've got the Masters coming up. Unfortunately, in January, you saw that the uh, Team USA trials was canceled, which is pretty cruddy, but um, you know, everybody's doing what they think is best to keep people safe, keep the sport moving. Um, we're not gonna get into the politics of it, of course. Everybody already knows how I feel about it. But uh, hopefully soon, within the next few months, we can kind of move on and get back to doing what we all know and love, you know, running our businesses and, and getting back to bowling full-time and getting the, you know all the events going and being able to do it in multiple states rather than having to pick and choose and being able to get the PBA events up and running again. So I think that'll be pretty cool once we can get that going vaccine coming through um whether you get it or not that's up to you um but anyway that's that uh so yeah we're gonna i've got approximately two hours before i get to my destination uh hour and 45 minutes and then uh, i'm gonna check into the hotel maybe have some fun with the kid maybe take him to the pool do some swimming uh, i've got my boy with me again he's my lucky charm he's won i've won two events now with him with me so he's He's learning. He's getting better. He knows how to uh, how to stay quiet. Not really quiet, but how to you know at least keep calm, not scream and hoot and holler for the most part, and stay in the back so that way he's not up by the approach all the time. Uh, every once in a while, he still tries to sneak up there, which is okay, I guess. Um, but I got to train him for the PBA event so I can start taking on the PBA events, you know, so he knows when it's serious. You got to sit down on your butt. You got to be in that chair and just kind of watch. But uh, so he's getting better. I'm going to keep taking him to as many events as I can. So he'll come down here with me. Uh, I'm going to record this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go live. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, on my YouTube channel now, I have a membership program. Uh, as of right now, there's three tiers. I think I'm going to knock it back to just one tier. I'm probably just going to make it like $3.99 a month um, to give you the exclusive access to all these. Um, there's gonna be exclusive content for members only where you get behind the scenes. You're gonna to get to see all the ball reviews early before the rest of the world gets to see them. Um, and you're gonna to get to see on the lanes, you'll see those, you see those videos that where I'm mic'd up talking about the moves and all that. Those are gonna be under the pay, the pay, the paywall now. So you'll have to pay to be able to see those. And I know everybody's gonna be like, oh, why can't you just put them on there? Well, honestly, I, I mean, it's getting to a point now where, um, I want to be able to do it for everybody and I will be doing it for everybody but at the same time uh, it does take a lot of work and there is time that goes into it and uh, not that I'm saying I need to make money off of it but it's got to make some it's got to make sense you know it's got to make it uh, make sense for me putting the time and, and using my equipment and doing all these things for it um, it's got to make sense so I think a couple of bucks a month isn't that big a deal uh, hopefully more people agree with me and hopefully I don't get a whole lot of hate mail for trying to monetize certain parts of this but uh let's be real i mean this is my job now podcasts you know videos doing ball reviews doing all that stuff you know uh training coaching all that good jazz it's part of my uh it's part of my job now and i'm right now i'm trying to monetize as much stuff as i can to be able to build some money to build a training center uh for everybody to be able to come and visit and get some training and do the things i need to do uh to be able to make my videos better be able to make training videos better all that stuff so to make clinics better you know, everything that I can think of to do, uh, I need to do. So this $2.99 or $3.99 a month, I don't think is that big a deal. I mean, it's half of or a third of what Netflix is. I know I'm not going to put out as much content, obviously, as what Netflix does. But, 
you know, it's going to be important for people to be able to see a little bit more detailed. I'm going to do some more detailed video on how to fix certain things in your game. I'm going to be doing more training videos that are going to make it a little bit more detailed, a little bit more lengthy, a little bit more uh, expl explanatory of how to actually fix the things that you want to fix. Whereas the videos you see on YouTube now are just a few minutes long uh, of just a real quick, hey, this is what you should be thinking about, you know, so 399 will get you access to all that, plus all the live videos, behind the scenes footage, ball reviews early and a bunch of other stuff too. I'm going to see if I can't get you discounts to certain places and, and all that good jazz. So um, that's all I got for you today. Just make sure to head over to YouTube and join that whenever you get a chance. Uh, I got to change. Well, I guess don't join it right now because I got to change it. I'm going to change it down to just one membership tier instead of the three. I'm not really sure what I was thinking doing three tiers. I was going to do it to where, you know, each tier got more and more stuff, but I'm just going to make it to where, you know, everybody gets exclusive content to everything, uh, live Q and A's and all that stuff. So I'm just going to try to build it as much as I can. If I can get a few hundred people doing that, you know, with 40 some thousand subscribers on YouTube now, even if I only get a couple hundred people a month doing that, that, you know, putting that money away towards the training center would work out perfect. You know, I think that would be great. So it's my one way of trying to fundraise and make money to build a training center. So uh, if anything, you can think of it as helping me in that sense to being able to help the bowling industry in that way to build a training center. So I'm out of here, guys. We'll see you guys next time for the next LTC show. I will try to do these more often. I know I've been slacking lately, but here's one for you. Have a good listen and everybody have a good night. We'll see you later. Take care.